Hallelujah, amen. Let's continue to worship right where you're at, whether it be behind a computer screen, a phone, wherever you may be at, you can still worship the Lord in this place. The presence of God can be with you wherever you're at. And just continue to worship Him. This is the house of miracles. And today we come in expecting a miracle from the Lord, expecting something to happen through this chat, through this sermon. Uh, maybe, and if you come expecting a miracle, you're going to receive something this, this morning. But if you come expecting nothing, you're going to receive nothing. I, I, I want to encourage you, come expecting Come expecting for God to do something. Come, come, come into the chat today and say, Lord, I, I, I need a change. I, I come expecting God in a miracle. I need a miracle in my situation, God. I need a miracle in this battle that I'm going through, God. I need a miracle in this storm, whatever it may be. I need a miracle right now in this illness. And just as, as today, as, as you come to Him, and the Bible says, "This is come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden, all ye, all ye that are burdened, and cast it unto me." I will give you rest, and He's more than able. So we're going to pray right now. Lord God, we come before you, God. I just, I pray, God, you take me away as I share your sermon today. That it be your word that comes forth, God. That that changes the heart of a man or a woman. That it be you, God, because you're the only one that can do it, Lord. No fancy words, no, no great sermon, God. It's it's just your word that does it, God. Your very word spoken from your very. You're the very breath of God. And I just pray right now you just touch lives within this chat. Maybe people are here and they're battling illnesses, God. They're battling circumstances. They're, they're battling in their marriage, in their in their relationships, Lord. I pray right now, God, you be with them, Father God. And I pray through this sermon, God, that they can grab the tools and and and, and do what you say through your word, how we can overcome, God, that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus, through you alone, God. I pray for everybody in the chat, God. Touch lives today, even for those that are coming in that, that don't know you, God. Let them feel your presence today. Let them Let them get a taste, God of who you are. I give you all the honor, all the glory. In Jesus' name we say, amen. Can we get some amens in the chat? Hallelujah. Can we get some amens? Guys, welcome. My name is AJ Valdez. I'm an associate pastor here at GSC. I'm honored and privileged this morning. I want to thank the lead team. I want to thank Pastor Boz. I want to Pastor TJ, Pastor Amanda, for giving me the opportunity to share. I, I honestly, every time I come behind the pulpit or I become behind a camera here and I'm sharing God's word, I count it an honor and a privilege. I don't take it lightly. And I pray that God, I don't even want to speak today. I pray that the God's word goes forth and touches life so that you receive something. That you came here today, say, you know what? I need, I'm expecting. You, that should be our attitude every service. Every time we come into a service, we come expecting a miracle, expecting God to do something. You know, um, I, I we need to constantly be changing as Christians. And today I'm going to share uh, 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 um, some scripture with you and some word. I pray that it, it, it helps you, amen, in, 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 to, in, the, in the battles that we fight. You know, I recently, um, it's been a long week for me. Um, it was a long week. I tell you, it was nonstop for me this week. And yesterday I was at a funeral. A dear friend of mine passed away um, this week. His name was James Bench. And powerful man of God. He had a beautiful country voice. Um, all his music has gone up on YouTube. And honestly, you can check, search it up. I'm just, you know, because I, his legacy lives on. And for many of us, the, the how we fight today, you know, it's determined if we fought the good fight. And for James, God spoke to me. That's why I got this message this week, because I uh, when I heard that he had passed away, I was heartbroken. But the Lord reminded me that he fought the good fight, that he finished his race, that he kept the faith that was in store for him now is a crown of righteousness given to him through the righteous judge, Christ Jesus. And that's the question I have for all of us. I want that to be said about my life, that I fought the good fight. But what does it mean to fight the good fight? What does it mean to, to finish the race? What does it mean to keep the faith? And we're going to go over that today. And I and the title of my message today, for many, some of you might not know what this means, Yahweh right? Uh, um, Yahweh fight tactics. <laughs> if you don't know what Yahweh means, Yahweh is another name of God that the Israelites use. It's like a scarred name of God, a sacred name that they used um, to describe God. He, our God, 
Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi. He has a lot of names. This is one of the, I, I love this name of God. And it's a sacred name. So the way we fight our bot battles is Yahweh fight tactic. We need his way of fighting, not our way, not the way we used to do it. And um, I'm going to open my first scripture here in Ephesians 6, 12. And many of us heard this scripture before. It says, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities the unseen, um, of the unseen world, against mighty powers in a dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. That's some deep stuff right there. That's some deep stuff. I don't know about you, but sometimes we go into battles that we're not even expecting, right? That we didn't even see coming, right? Many times it's a battle in our minds, right? Many times it's a battle. It could be a, a physical battle, an illness. And throughout Scripture, we look at so many lives that have gone through battles, right? They, they went through some things that like, even I would like, man, like you read also the Old Testament, the, the, the many um, men and women of faith, the battles that they faced, it faced. many of them, they weren't expecting it. We look at the life of Daniel, how he was thrown into a lion's den for people that were jealous of him. Imagine if somebody jealous of you today, they could throw you to a lion's den. That, that, that'd be pretty harsh, right? Or even Joseph, he was thrown into a well and then taken out of the well and then sold into slavery by his brothers. Many times there's battles in our lives that, they, they come upon us and we're, and, and we're not ready for them many times. But as Christians, we should know, we should know how to fight these battles. We should know that the only one that, 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 that could ever get us through the battles in life, the only one that we can, all, that, that is consistent, even when we're not feeling, even when our feelings go up and down like a yo-yo, even when, when we feel good one day, we, we woke up this morning feeling bad. I'll tell you, I feel tired. I had to drive four hours yesterday to the funeral and I, I, I've been worn out. I've been worn out. But even when I'm weak, in my weakness, I, I know that it's not my strength, but it's his strength. I go to him time and time again. And you can see men and women in the Bible, well, no matter what battle they faced, no matter what came their way, even unexpected battles, whether it was illness, whether it was financial problems, whether whatever it may be in their lives, whatever we go through, whether it be a relationship that's broken up, they always went back to God into the feet of Jesus. And we need, in our lives, we need Yahweh. We need, we need his fight tactics. Many of you that play team fight tactics, you guys know this game? Great game, right? And you can, like, you know, there's different strategies in the game, but as Christians, our strategy, our number one strategy has to be to the feet of, the, of, of Jesus. Every time, all you that are, that are heavy burden, all you that are going through a battle today, you need, go, you need not search any further, but God alone, God himself. And today I want to bring out a couple of things about the battles that we face. And many times the reason why we're not getting victory in the battlefield or victory through, through, through these storms in life or these battles in life, we're not seeing a victory. Sometimes it's because we are fighting the wrong battles. Are you still with me? That's my first point, the wrong battles, because we're fighting the wrong battles. We can easily get caught up or distracted. And there's so many examples in the word of God where people could have, missed out on their blessing, missed out on what God had for them because they were fighting the wrong battles. I used David a lot. I told you how David went to the battle line to fight Goliath. He could have missed out on Goliath and ended up fighting his brother. And see, the idea is many times the devil wants to distract us. The devil wants to get us off course. He wants to bring whatever he can to take you away from God. Are you, are you still with me this morning? Are you still there? He wants to do many things that he can to take us away, to take, take our eyes off Jesus. He'll bring these things in our lives where we begin to focus more on the situation, more on the illness, more on, the, on, on, on what we're going through rather than on him. And, and, and let me tell you, the enemy is real. That's why it says that we're, 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 fighting, we're not fighting against flesh and blood. You know, many times we get upset. We want to fight our brother. 
We want to fight our sister. We want to we want to go on Twitter and say, what do they say? And we want to call them out. They, that that ain't right. We want to call them out in public. <laughs> Come on. I, I, I've seen some of the Twitter warriors out there. Come on. Keyboard warriors. You know, and, and, and we're fighting the wrong people. We, we shouldn't be fighting each other. You know, it always makes you think of, of, of when I when I was a kid, I was big into like, you know, I'm still big. Into, I actually, when I was a kid, I was still big into superheroes now. <laughs> I still love Marvel. But remember in the Marvel films, right? When like Batman versus Superman. You're like, why are these two guys fighting? They're the heroes of the story. Why, why are these? Can't they just talk, talk about it? Can't they just work it out? And many times we're, we're like that. We're, we're, we're like Batman versus Superman. We're like Team Cap versus, uh, who is it? Team Iron Man. We're, we're fighting the wrong people. We're fighting each other when it, we shouldn't be. Are you still with me? And maybe this message is not for everybody. But sometimes we get caught up on, on fighting everybody else. Going, we're looking for a fight. Like, who could I fight today? Or who, 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 you know, and, and we're fighting the wrong battles and we're missing out on the victories that God wants to give us. And it's like the heroes fighting the heroes, you know? And really, yeah, there, there's, there's some things like, you know, that, that they, get, they get us upset and stuff, but that's when we pull our, our, our brother to the side. I, re, I remember years ago, I, I, I ran, um, like I, I did youth ministry for a long time and we would go all over. We would, we would go to the UK, we would go to Manchester, we would go to England, we would go to Spain. And we went to Spain one time, and I had this one young guy that came with us, and he was causing all kinds of problems. I was like, okay, here we go. And I, I'm not like, I don't like confrontation, really. I'm not like a confrontational kind of guy, you know. But I had, I had to call, the, I, had, I had to come, pull this guy to the side, and, 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 and I, had, I was ready. I was ready. I was like, man, I, I was ready. Okay, what, 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 what's going on here? And I, I even told him, I sat down, I said, is there anything that's going on in secret that you want to, because like, it was affecting the whole group. And um, I, be, I, I, and I began to talk to him, and I was like, I had my guns loaded. I was ready with scripture. I had like, I, was, I had, I had a five point sermon. I was ready to go. <laughs> and little did I know what he was going through it had nothing to do with what I, with what I thought he was going through. I, did, I thought it was like secret sin or something. He was going, he was, he, he was missing. His family was, you know, there was stuff going on at home and his family, and there was things going wrong and his mom and dad. And so I, I had no idea. I had like a five point sermon about secret sin, and I was like, you know, I was ready to break it down for him. Not knowing that there was a whole different struggle going on. So I was way off the track. But it wasn't until I realized that I sat down with him that I realized, man, he's, he's going through this. And let me, let, me, let, me, let me do what would Jesus, what would Jesus, what would God do in this situation? And what he does to us all the time. Aren't you happy that the Lord doesn't just post your sins like all over, all, all over the internet on a, on a big giant scoreboard? We have this idea when we die that we're going to be shown on, like all our sins are going to be shown on this big screen, right? And it's not. We, aren't you glad that God doesn't do that? That God doesn't bring our sins back up. But many times we're fighting with this person or that person, and and we're fighting the wrong battles. We're we're we're, we're doing. And we're off track. We're, we're the, the, the like we're, we're off track with what God wants to do. We're missing out on the blessing on what God wants to do. And there's so many examples of this in the Word of God. And there's so many examples that that we can look at. Like many of us know the story of Simon Peter, right? If you don't know, I'm, I'm going to give you a paraphrase it. On the night that Jesus was betrayed, um, they came to they came to arrest Jesus. And Simon Peter, being there, being there, you know, he was a fisherman. He had a, he had a fisherman blade. They reckon it was a big blade. He swung for one of the priests. That were, or they reckon priests. They, there's commentaries that either said it could have been the priest, or it could have been um, Ju, uh, Judas that he was trying to cut down. And he ends up he he swings it. This is in um, John 18. He, he swings his blade, and uh, um, and he cuts off the high priest's servant's ear. And he was, 
he was going about it all wrong. And Jesus, what did Jesus do? Jesus picks up the ear, puts it back out like, like it was nothing, right? <laughs> that's sweet. That's, that's our God. That's the God we serve. But Peter was fighting the wrong battle. He was fighting the wrong way. We don't fight against flesh and blood. You know, our founding, the, our founding members, many times, they're not always going to see uh, um, um, or understand the Word of God the way we do or, or see what God's done in our lives. But the only way we can do it is by being that example, living that life as, of a Christian, living that life that, that, that we know through His Word has called us. To, the great example in any of our lives or in our family's lives to a Christian is you. You're the closest one to them. They're, they're watching you every day. But how, how are they going to feel if you're constantly fighting against them? If you're, talk, if, if you're talking worse than they, they are talking. If you're pulling out blades like Peter or pulling out blades trying to slice ears off. <laughs> Maybe you're not doing that. I hope you're not doing that, to be honest with you. But it was the wrong reaction. And he literally had the wrong reaction. He, he swung, he sliced the ear off, and we know Jesus picked it up, put it back on. Literally everything about Peter's approach was wrong. His method, his goal, his target, the results... More intriguing possibilities was that you know, like I said, he was, he was he was being clumsy. We don't know. He was trying to you know. And many times when we're when, when we're um, angry and we're fighting these the wrong battles, it, it begins to affect everybody around us. You know, that same thing with Peter. They they reckon he wasn't even aiming for for the servant. Why would he want to hit the servant? He probably want to hit the high priest or our Judas. But many times because we're fighting the wrong people, it's affecting our whole families. Are you still with me? And I don't know who this message is for. I'm here to tell you today that we got a battle to fight as Christians, but we can't get caught up in the wrong battle. We can't get caught up in fighting our brother or our neighbor or our sister. No, we got to love one another. Yeah, we're not always going to agree. We're not always going to, uh, um, you know, there's, there's, there's I found out in America, being back in America, I realized how many different denominations there are. We're not always going to see eye to eye. We're not always going to agree, but as long as we can agree that the only way to heaven, it's to Jesus Christ. That's the only way. He's our Lord and Savior. Having a relationship with him is key. That there's no other, there's no other God besides our God. And then we can, and, and then, and then what are, the, what, are the, what are the greatest commandments? Love God, right? He said, love your God. Have no other gods beside me. Love God and what? And, and love others. And we got to love others. And we, the way we do that is, is, is by not fighting our neighbor, not fighting our brother, not fighting in chat, Right? Everybody wants to be right all the time. Isn't it, it, do we really have to be right all the time? As long as we know that his word is right, he's the truth, do we always have to be right all the time? <laughs> you know, Do we always have to be the last word in? We're fighting the wrong battle. And when it ends up happening, when we fight the wrong battle, we miss out on the Goliaths in our lives. We miss out on the blessings in our lives. We miss out on the victories in our lives. We wonder why we're keeping this, being in the same spot we're always in. That why nothing's ever changing. Why is my family not getting saved? Why, why are my friends not getting saved? Why, God, why, why is this not happening? Because the devil has you distracted, fighting the wrong battles. And the same with, I use the analogy of David. I love that, I love that story. His Goliath was there, but his brother came against him. He could have stayed there and man, I'm gonna fight my brother. I'm gonna until I prove him that I'm right and he's wrong. But he didn't. He he made that shift. And then that day he fought his Goliath. He got the, one of the greatest victories of all time in his life. So I want to encourage you, stop fighting the wrong battles. Stop fighting your brother, your sister. Stop, st st stop, stop being like Peter and see what Jesus is trying to do here. And the second thing is the real battle. This is the real battle. So I want to, I want to get deep into this. I really want to sit here for a while. And there is a real battle. Like in Ephesians 6, 12, I'll read it again. We do not fight against flesh and blood, 
In other, you know, in other words, man, like our fight is not physical. If you think you're gonna, man, there's so much more going on behind the scenes, right? I remember when I was younger. I, I when I was younger, I, like I told you guys, I was hyper. I had like, I still have. I have all kinds of things wrong with me. <laughs> but I got into a lot of fights as a kid. But I got to a point of maturity where I realized like, I got in so many physical fights. And you're like, man, AJ, I can't imagine you fighting. I, I did. I've had a, when I was younger. Yes, my sister. My sister's actually here in America right now. I'm blessed to have her over. Ask her. I got in a lot of fights. I got in so many fights. It even got her into fights <laughs> because <laughs> the brothers of the people are fight are the are the even the mom. Yeah, it's a long story, right? But I got to a point of maturity when I when I when I realized I don't want to fight like this no more. It's not getting me anywhere. Oh, the only, the only I end, I end up either like just upset that I did it, like regretting it. Why 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 do I keep on doing this? I remember one time I was in Ireland and um I was in um. I had just moved over, you know, and I was the only American, Mexican kid in the school. And I remember, I remember being in the cafeteria and uh, one, one of the kids got in my face. One of the other guys got in my face. Uh, the kids, uh, we're the same age. And he was like cussing at me, like in front of everybody, dissing me. And like the old AJ would have like just, uh, I would have just laid hands on him, but not in, not in a Christian way. And I, and I was holding, I was like so angry. I was so angry. I, I, like I wanted to, I really wanted to like hit him. But, but I knew that, I, that God brought me out of that. that I, no, I, I wasn't going to rise up in anger. We don't fight against flesh and blood. And so I, I, I restrained myself. And like, you know, and I'm thinking, man, everybody thinks you're a sissy now. Everybody thinks you're weak, you know, in the, the school. And I'm like, I, I outed in. I just walked away. And I actually like, had tears coming out of my eye. I was so angry. Like, I really wanted to hit him because he was like, he was straight dissing me <laughs> in school, like for everybody. And then like a week later, straight up. And this is why I want to tell you. God is faithful, you know, and, and like he fights our battle. He really does. He really does. I was at, I was at a bus stop I, I, um, in, in the city center. I went there to like, I think to go to the movies and stuff. I had seen him again. And then, he, uh, um, and he was, and I was with a couple of friends and he was all scared. He, th he thought I was going to beat him up or fight with him with my friends. And I, I told him, no, bro, like, you know, we're, we're good. Like, and he was all like humble and, but it, what a great example that was to him. You know, and I and I made it known in that school that I was a Christian, that I was serving. That that even when they would go, like they all my friends, they want on Fridays, they want hey, come at AJ, we go drink. I made it known to them that I didn't want that lifestyle. That that I tasted Jesus. I I would even try to get my friends saved. I would never force my Christian like um, my my faith on them or, or or my beliefs on them. But I would just live that life, that example. Like when things like that happen, I would I, I wouldn't be the one that's throwing the punches. I'll be the one that's turning the other cheek. I want to encourage you. There's real battles in our life. We got to fight for those loved ones. Not, not, not in a physical way. But we got to fight for those unbelievers. Man, what example would I have been if I would have beat that guy up that day? What example would I have been of a Christian? What, what, what hope would he ever have? The only, only Christian he probably ever, ever met was me. There's not many Christians. Um, um, when, I, when I was growing up in Ireland, it was, it was a rare thing to have. And what, 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 if I would have beat him, that's, all, that's the only memory you would have had of a Christian. That's the, that's the love of a Christian to beat me up in front of the whole school, but no, that 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 guy walked that guy, that guy turned the other cheek and he walked away, and it's a hard thing to do, but we gotta understand that we have a bigger enemy at hand. We gotta fight for our those unbelievers. We we gotta we 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 gotta fight for those who have wronged us. It, it doesn't make sense, right? In the world's perspective, when somebody wrongs you, oh no, I'm getting their back. But no, we got to fight with, for them. We got to pray for them, for those who are wronged us, for those who have upset us, who, who, even we didn't deserve it. 
Because why? Because that's what God did for us. Even when we were enemies of him, he still loved us. Even when we turned our backs on him, even when we cursed at him and we yelled at him and we said, God, you're not real. And, and, and even when we, we, we did all these things, even when we continue to go back to the same sin, and, and it says that in the, in the word of God, it's, it's like putting him back on the cross over and over again. When we turn our backs on the sin that he delivered us from, it's like a, a dog going back to his own vomit. Even when we do all this stuff to him, what is his response? Does he come and does he beat us up? Does he be that, that, that? no. He, time and time again, he takes us back. With, he, take, he loves us. Time and time again. And that's why we got to fight not against flesh and blood. And how do we do our fighting? How did God show us throughout scripture? How do we overcome? It's not through our own strength. Time and time again, all these mighty men of God that we see, we, go to, we, look, we look at all these mighty men. They, they, they didn't overcome with physical violence. It was God time and time again that, that did it. God would strengthen. Yeah, many times it was, there was some battles now, right? But but now many times, time and time again, even in the New Testament, right? We're, we're, uh, under the New Covenant, what God did time and time again, these men overcame by the power of the testimony, by the word of God, by the word of Jesus Christ, what he done for us. And that's how we overcome. We got to understand that it's not us. It's not our abilities. It's not our strength. It's not anything that we've done great in this life, that it's all because of him and it's all through him. And, and, and the way we overcome these battles is by going to him time and time again with that humble attitude. God, I know that I can't do this without you. I know that this illness, it's, it's taking hold of me. And the doctors haven't given me much time. But I know, Lord, that you're faithful, God. That you're with me through the storm, through the trial. You're with me in the battle. That you're with us, God. And that's the real battles that we got to fight. We got to fight for our unsafe family member. We got to continue to pray for them. Continue to live that life of holiness. That's what I want to bring up next. There's a, a fight for holiness. And you don't hear it today. A lot of times you don't hear preachers preaching about holiness, but it's something that we got to have. Why? Because our God is holy. We, we want to be holy because now, and I'm not telling you to, you got to be perfect. You got to like how the, how the world thinks of a holy person all like in white and like, you know, a monk or something. I'm not telling you to be like that. I'm telling you to live your life pleasing to the Lord, to turn your back on sin, turn your back on, on uh, you know, there's, like I said, there's a battle in our minds. Many times we'll get those thoughts in our mind, right? And then for many of us, right, we'll, well, I hope we try to we cast down every evil thought that exalts itself against the, the the knowledge of God. We 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 say no, I don't want that devil, right? I don't want that. Or, but some of us what we end up doing, we end up playing with the thought, and whatever comes into our into our thoughts, if we're not careful, will only eventually come out in our actions. And we play with the thought, we we play with the idea of sinning again, or going back maybe to the to the, the old things we do, maybe whether it's drug addiction, alcoholism, whether it's pornography addiction, whatever it may be, and we play with it. And we and it's, it's like, my dad used an analogy, it's like feeding the old man. And we keep on keeping that old man, like the old man's dead and gone. When you got saved, when you say yes to the Lord, now's the start. Now you're now you, we are born again to Jesus Christ. Now's the start of a new life. Now God wants to do something new in your life. He don't want you to live that old life or, or keep that old person alive. And my dad used to always use an analogy about we used to keep we keep the old man alive. We keep on feeding him in that closet. We want to keep that old person alive. And really, he's dead and buried. No longer can we go back to that old life. God has done too much. We know too much. It even says in his word, woe to those that, that know my word and turn from it. Woe to those that, that, that know God and turn away from him. We know too. God has brought us too far 
And he wants us to be holy. He wants us to be pleasing to him. So I want to encourage you, live that life of holiness. Fight the battle rather than fighting your brother or your sister. Fight the battle of holiness. Fight the battle of being pleasing, that sweet aroma to our God. Fight that battle. Say, you know what, every day, Lord, it is a battle. I'm telling you, I, I, I faced that battle in my life. I had hidden sin in my life what I thought was hidden. And I thought that I could, I could keep on living like this and it's all right, nobody's getting hurt. But no, the devil wants to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to humiliate you. And that's exactly what he did to me. And honestly, I, I had to be humbled. God like took me down a notch. But why? Because I was doing it on my own strength. I was going on my own abilities. I, was, I thought I had it all together when I was keeping this old man alive. And eventually it caught up on me. But why? It wasn't so that I, I could be embarrassed for everybody, but for me to realize that I can't do this life without God, that I need to pursue holiness, pursue a life pleasing to Him, pursue, pursue what He says through His Word. Fight that battle. Fight that good fight. Fight that good fight. And there's so many, I, I, I can talk about, there's so many battles that we face, whether it be on forgiveness, whether, and it all goes back to Him. These are the real battles that we fight. Whether it be in our mind, whether our, many times we're fighting battles of illness, we don't have the strength, it all goes back to Him. We fight these battles not through flesh and blood, but on our knees, you know, on our knees through prayer. Through a lot of times, I don't, it's, it's like a bad word in church, fasting. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about that. I ain't about that. Fasting, what? A sacrifice. Be, be holy and pleasing to Him. And it, it takes that sometimes. There's sometimes in my life where like, man, things are just like, I can't get through this one. I got to fast. I got I to gotta seek him. I got I to gotta be intentional about it. Why? Because I want to be the one who fought the good fight. I want to be the one who ran the race, who finished well, who kept the faith. And I want to one day, that sweet day, receive that crown of righteousness given to me by the righteous judge, Jesus Christ. And like, that's uh, that, honestly, we're going to face many battles in this life. I heard today, uh, um, um, we were in prayer. We, we, we have prayer. I want to encourage you if you guys, before service, we pray together in the Discord. Jump in there with us, pray with us. Uh, and, it, and it's so good to hear other people praying. It, it, it strengthens. It strengthens. And I heard today, um, Solus was talking about, you know, we're, all, we, we're always going to have ups and downs. We always have these battles. Like, this is life. This is life. And, and I'm here to tell you today, it is. We're, we're going to face ups and downs, battles throughout our life. But let's give him all that. Let's focus on him through it all. And let's go through him through it all. Let him be the first one that we run to when things are not going right, when things are going wrong, you know? Like, I remember when I was younger, you, like, you know, when you get hurt, oh, I hurt my leg. Who you run to? You run to your mom, right? And as we're getting older now, you can't run to mom. Mom, I got to cut up my leg. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. A grown man doing that looks weird, kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm saying now, whether we fall, in the spiritual in the spiritual sense, whether we mess up, when we get it wrong, when we make mistakes, when we're when, when we're holding on forgiveness in our heart, when we're when we mess, when, when when we're pursuing holiness and we stumble, let us run back to the feet of Jesus, not run away from Him, but run to Him because why? He's the one like that mother. They can put that. They can. They can she, God only put band aids on it. He doesn't just put a band aid on the situation. Like he, nobody puts um, nobody puts um, new wine into old wineskins. No, nobody, like God doesn't do patch jobs. God gives you a whole new, a whole new thing going on, a brand new, like a brand new car. I didn't like it. I haven't had one in years, but it, brand new. That's what He does. He gives it a new, a new heart. Are you hearing what I'm saying? 
I've seen him. He's healed people with knee problems, a new knee, <laughs> like straight up. It's happened. You know, a lot of times we come in, we come in, I, I can believe everything, but I can't believe the supernatural. God works in a supernatural way. And I'm telling you today, if you're expecting a miracle, he can work a miracle in your life. I've seen it time and time again. I don't know how many testimonies I have. I've seen God's saving power and his miracle working power. But for real, we have a real battle we got to fight. And let us go to the feet of Jesus every time. And I'm getting ready to close. I'm not going to be too much longer. St. Corinthians, for, for though we live in the world, we do not wage war the way the world does. The weapons that we fight with are not weapons of this world. And that, that, that's so true. Gra gra grab hold of, think, think about that. We don't fight the way the world does. We don't, we can't do the, we can't do the uh, things the way the world has done them. We can't get success the way the world gets, or claims that the world's idea of success is totally contrary to the, what, what God's word of God's success is. Let me tell you, being successful in this life, right? Means for me, when I finish this life, walking into eternity, that's, that's, that's going to be a success for me. Keeping the faith, fighting the good fight, running the race, that's going to be successful. The idea of success in this world is having a million hits on YouTube, having, um, um, you know, I don't know, uh, even at first on Twitch, having 50,000 subs on Twitch. And we have this idea of success, which, is, which would be nice. But really, uh, success for me is fighting this good fight, running the race, Finishing, not not fighting the way the world does, not doing, not not fighting with the weapons of this world, but fighting with the weapons that God gave me. And those are the best weapons. For all earthly wisdom, will it, it will fail. But but if you go to the God for His wisdom, for His knowledge, for 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 His expertise, honestly, we, we got to stop thinking we can do, the, do do stuff the way the world does or the way we used to do it. Shall I say, it got us nowhere. Let's do it the way God does it. And that, how, how is that? Through him, do not conform to the ways of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind. Then you'll be able to be approved um, what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Don't do it the way the world used to do it, or does it now. Do it the way God's telling you to do it. That, and and that's, this is how we do it as Christians. We, we bring everything before him. I'm going to tell you, I learned this. Like, I learned to be grateful for even the meals that I eat, even the water. Like, today I drink a, look at, I'm not lying. Like, you might think I'm crazy. But I was actually parched today, and I, 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 and I was thanking the Lord for this one because you don't realize stuff that that was God. Imagine we had no water. <laughs> Thank the Lord that we even have water. At, at, like we're, we're spoiled, Amer Americans. We're spoiled. Back in the day, they used to have to go to wells and get their water out of the well and take it all the way home, and that water would be hot. Now we got refrigerated. We're, we're spoiled, rotted. And, and, and woe to us that don't thank Him for the little things in life that that don't go to Him for for all, for all these things. The way the world does it, we can't do it that way. We got to do it the way God tells us because everything from him is from him. It's a gift. And I'm nearly done. The last thing here, and this, I talked about this mostly throughout it. And I'll end with, I actually shared a message about it, about dead ends. And I use this, um, and I, I, I'm going to use it again because I, I, I love, I love, um, I love Moses. I love the story, you know, of them getting out of Egypt, finally being delivered. For many of us, man, we, God has brought us through so much. We've been through a lot. A lot of us, we've been through a battle. I see, I wish sometimes we could see in the spiritual, you know, because we have the full armor of God on. And some of us, we have some dents in our armor. We have some, man, some dents in our armor. I watched a film last night and the guy had like, he's like, am I all right? And he had like a hole in his arm, in his chest. And the guy's like, no, no, I don't think you're going to make it. But in the spiritual, that's the thing about, we have this, the, the breastplate of righteousness that protects us. We, we, we have the full armor of God. I wish we could see in the spiritual sometimes. Some of us have dance. We've been through some battles. We've been through some situations. 
you know, but we've kept on going forward. We didn't run away. We didn't run to other gods. We didn't run away, you know, when, when times got tough, you know, we didn't run away even, even, even the seasons that we've been through this church, we've been through a lot and we're going to continue to go forward because why? There is a battle for the, for, for unbelievers out there. There's a battle for the souls of men and women that are going straight to hell, that, that need to know the truth of Jesus Christ. They need to know that there is a God in heaven who loves them. And we, we're going to continue to go forward. And yeah, we're going to face some battles. We're, we're going to get some dented armor. We're going to get, we're going to get some, some hurts and some wounds. But every time that we do, who do we go to? Because we know that we're, we can't run backwards. You know, notice that the, the, the armor of God has nothing for the back. <laughs> like, they're, 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 you're not supposed to run away from the battle. No, but we continue to go forward. Because like you run away, you're, you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> you, you know, no armor for the back. You're going to get hit. But as we continue to go forward in his name, and why? We don't go forward on our own strength, on our own abilities, our, on, on, how we, on how we used to do it. But we go forward in his name, knowing that we can't do this without him. And out of the story, so, it, you know, Israel, we, we talk, we, we t- I talked about the story before, and God delivered them from Egypt. God brought them out. They came to the Dead Sea, and they were like, and God actually brought them there, and they were pinned up against it. And they seen the enemies coming for them. They seen them coming down, and everybody starts blaming. They, right away, they want to blame. They want to blame the pastor, huh? We want to blame Pastor Boz. <laughs> they want to. They want to blame Moses right away. Like, why did you bring us out? Or why, why? Why are we doing this? Why? 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 God led Moses there. The key, the, the, the creator of the universe, led led Moses there. Don't you think he had a plan? And Moses told him basically. He he, he says this in Exodus fourteen thirteen. Moses. Told the people, obviously, I have the wrong version up here. I have the wrong version on my notes. I told Techie the version I wanted to use. I used the wrong version. He said this in um, 1414. Yahweh will fight for you. You only, you only need to be still. Be still and know that he is God. I don't know your situation. I don't know the battle that you're in. I don't know what you're faced with right now. But he knows exactly. He knows what you're going through. He knows the dented armor you have. He knows the he knows everything about you. He knows the battles even to come. He knows it. But what does it say in his word? No weapon formed against us will prosper. And honestly, there's nothing in this life that he can't get you through. There's nothing in this life, no illness, no sickness, no broken relationship that he can't repair, that he can't mend, that he can't heal. No broken heart. Maybe you're broken hearted here today. Maybe you've been hurt. You've been let down. I'm here to tell you today that there's a God in heaven who will never let you down. That he is perfect. I'm, I'm a, I can't express how many battles I've been through. And I felt all alone. Like I was surrounded. I look around. I felt like there was no way out. And I went to the feet of Jesus, <laughs> realizing that I'm not surrounded by the enemy. I'm surrounded by him. That he's the one who fought my battles. He's the one who's going to get me through it. And that's what Moses told people here. He says, be still. No, you need to just be still. Know that he is God. And I want to encourage you today, even after this message, maybe you're, 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 you're just tired, you're exhausted because you've been going on your own strength for so long. You've been trying to overcome these things by yourself. You could probably do it on your own strength for a little bit or your own abilities. And I'm sure I got by on my own abilities. I could do church. I grew up in church. I knew how to do church. I knew how to pray, how to say praise the Lord and amen, pastor. <laughs> I knew how to do all that stuff. But 
<laughs> I, my heart was far from God. I was like that lukewarm church that he was talking about. In Revelations, I was lukewarm. He, I was getting spit out of the mouth of God because my heart was far from him. Today, let our hearts be, let, turn your heart towards God. Don't be far from him. Let him be the first one you run to. Let him be the first one that, 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 that you go to, even when you're in these battles. Know that he is your strength. He is your refuge. That he fought the biggest battle of all time. And we know in Isaiah 43, or 53, 5, it says, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was brought uh, upon him. And by his wounds, we are perfectly healed. Let me tell you something. Maybe you're here for the first time and you don't know about this God that I talk about. You don't know about Jesus. I'm here to tell you today that no matter what you've done in this life, no matter how many failures you had, no matter how bad you messed up those relationships, maybe you you're married, you were in the, you're in the chat that you were married and you, you broke your marriage because of mistakes you made. No matter what you've done, God loves you. And he died for you. And, the, and, and for many of us, we feel like there's no coming back from, from situations, how, how messed up we made life or the mistakes that we made. But I'm here to tell you today, that's a lie from the enemy. There is a God in heaven who loves you, who died for your sins, that took, uh, took, that there was, that, that, that was persecuted for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquity, that took the ultimate punishment for you and I so that we can be free men. So no longer do we have to live with the guilt and the regret. It's gone now. You know, we're, we're the only ones that, that bring all that guilt back up, but God's delivered us from it. He delivers us from it. We can't go back and take it, pick it back up. He he already won that battle. But today is for us to walk in it. To say, you know what? I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna pursue what God wants me to pursue. I'm gonna get let go of this unforgiveness. I'm gonna let go of this guilt. I'm gonna let go of, of, of these things that are, that are causing me to keep on sinning. I'm gonna pursue holiness. I'm gonna be like you, God, for you are holy. I wanna, I wanna see you, Lord. I wanna see Jesus. I wanna see him. And it's, it's, that's what it takes for us, that pursuit of holy, that pursuit. And I'm not telling you to be perfect here today. But you say, you know, I don't, I, I don't want that old man, that old life no more. I want to fight the good fight. I want to run the race. I want to finish it. I want what's in store for me, that crown of righteousness. I want to keep the faith. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Even when it's hopeless, even when it's impossible. I love how it's, in Hebrews it describes Abraham against all hope. He... he he, Abraham kept on hoping to believe that one day he'd become the father of many nations, even when it's hopeless, even when hope's all gone, continue to hope and continue to trust the Lord. Amen. So that's you today. Say, you know what? It's been a hopeless situation for me. I need a change in my life. I wanted you to say this prayer. What you're going to say, you're not saying this prayer to me, but you're accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And no matter what mistakes you made, no matter how badly you messed it up, no matter what you've done in this life, God is more than able to turn it around. Are you still with me? He's more able to save you. That's what he's, that's what literally what he's, when you say this prayer, your soul is being saved. No longer we were on a path. It talks about a path that leads to destruction. It's wide and broad and many entered through it, but now you're on the right path. So say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come before you, Lord. I'm a sinner, God. Forgive me of my sins. I believe that you rose and died that you rose again and died on, or you died and rose again on that third day. Come into my heart. Deliver me, God. Save me. I believe in you. In Jesus' name we say, amen. Let me pray, Lord God, for everybody that said that prayer. 
Maybe there's some here today, God, that they've been in the battle of their life. They don't know how they're going to get through it. They don't know how they're going to overcome it, God. But I pray, God, that they run to you, Lord, every time. That you be the first one on their mind, God, that they acknowledge, God, that they can't do this life without you. Even for those that accepted you as their Lord and Savior today, God, let them be the first step, God, into what you have for them, into the blessings, God, into, into the new life that you have for them, God. Knowing that, you know, we're going to face trials and tribulations of many kind in this life, God. But now we're in, our inheritance is such a great one to meet with you in heaven, Lord, for eternity. We give you all the honor, all the glory due to you alone. In Jesus' name we say, amen. You can get some amens in the chat. Guys, I'll honor and approve once again to share the message. I love you all. Honestly, I'm honored to be part of this church. I just want, and I just thank you once again for letting me share. And I pray that you fight the good fight, finish the race, keep the faith. And in store for us is that crown of righteousness through Christ Jesus. Amen. Over to you, Pastor Boss.